0: Welcome back, everyone, to another week with your host, Mordechai Weinberger, LCSW. That's Mordechai Weinberger, licensed clinical social worker, and Harav Nissen, that we have wonderful in our studio. It's actually his studio. Looking forward to taking your questions or comments along the mental health field. The number to call with your question or comment is 718-683-5858. That is 718-683-5858. And we are live now. Monday evening. The number to text in your question or comment, and of course be aware that we always take the voice callers over the messages, but if you'd like to send your message or comment, it's 347-927-8398. It's 347-927-8398. And again, the number to call in is 718-683-5858 for your question or comment. I'd like to first start with a very, very, very warm mazel tov to my mother and father, to my parents. But we'll start with my brother, the Hassan. Meretz Hashem, getting married in two two days. Wednesday evening and what a beautiful Simcha Yitzchak on getting married to your very, very special kala, Rifki Landau. We wish a wonderful, very hearty Mazel Tov to Mrs. Shea Parnas, to Yechiel and Esti Landau, wishing a Mazel Tov to the Parnases and Muncie, to the grandparents, what a beautiful family. We spent Shabbos Eifruf with the Bergs, the Parnases, the Schwartz, it was so special, ever made it. And of course, a huge Mazel Tov to my mother, to my father, Ingan Eden, Baruch Hashem, bringing up children and to see the youngest child go to the chuppah is a simcha that there's no way to say that. And just to say that I look at my siblings to Esther and and to now Yitzchak and Rifki and say, Baruch Hashem, what a S'chus for my parents. And I'm just so proud to say, wow, Kanainahara, what a beautiful shidduch. I avenged them that they should be zeichot, to build a bias in them of Yisrael, Hashem, of simchas and to have a Binyan adayad, and to have dairis v'varucho yashorim coming from them. Amen. Amen. Thank you. Now, I'm going to start just reading a poem. And it's an interesting poem that someone sent. And the beauty of this poem is that there's a follow-up poem, which came after therapy. So this is someone that went through a huge, terrible amount of abuse. We're not going to go into which type and what. And the title of the poem is called Identity Theft. And here, this is how it goes. Sometimes I ponder my life, I think and wonder if my personality would be different. Other times I contemplate my life, I reflect and analyze if my character would be different. Different could be good, yet the opposite is also true. How would I turn out if nothing would have happened to me? Distinctive can be nice, yet it can be hard too. What would I become if it didn't occur to me? Still, it did happen, and it broke me. It sent me far away, and in my place, a new me was created. Yes, it did occur, and it stole me. It ruined my little heart, and in its place, a new me was born. How could I possibly forgive for the worst crime identity theft committed on a poor young victim, me? How can I possibly let go of the extreme pain a lost identity robbed, an innocent little girl, me? Controlled and led, no power left, alone in the front, where the world... "'with a whole world turned against me. "'Threatened and afraid, no peace left, "'a sole survivor, when everyone stood silent, "'mainly blamed me. "'I feel mugged and bereft of my dearest treasure, that is me. "'My mind feels lost and confused "'over my precious identity, that is me. "'Now I merely own my name, "'and the thought I have are memories of before, "'the hopes for after, right now, I am no longer me.'" <clears throat> And I'd like us to realize that this nebuchadnezzar, this poor poem of a person that feels that there was identity theft, that you know what identity theft was? Their entire life was robbed, who they are, because of a terrible occurrences that happened to them for over a while, for about a year of huge pain that was going on, no one to talk to, no one to speak. You know what happens? They go into themselves. We lock ourselves up until all we have is a name and life is about protecting ourselves, about not being us. So this way, no one should be able to be attacked this way. No one should be hurt in any which way. And I can tell you, I guess I'll share with you, since I'm the therapist over here, it was a lot of work. But Baruch Hashem, from someone that has created an identity of survival, just let me not be hurt, don't talk, don't say, the amount of sessions that it took just to get what was going on, I'd like to read to you now the follow-up poem that we just received about two, three days ago to my team. And it's as follows. I used to think that my identity was stolen, was robbed, and in its place, a new identity was created, a new me. I used to believe that my inner self was mugged and I was bereft, and in its place, a new self was born, a new me. Now I know my identity can never be stolen, can never be replaced. Now I understand my real self can never be robbed, can never be hijacked. My self is mine, and it's mine to keep Forever. It's something deep inside that can't be ruined by anyone. It's my soul and it cannot be tainted. No matter the attempts, it's my soul and it cannot be polluted, no matter the thoughts. I can merely be it. It can merely be buried under ashes of tangled and troubling thoughts. It can only be covered up under dirt, a myriad of confusing emotions. And when I'm strong, I can uncover my identity beneath it all. When I find the strength, I'm above all the harm done to myself. And I polish the gem, which is now my newfound identity. So much stronger and I rejoice in the meaningful discovery I've made of my precious identity. And I would like us to realize that this is very true and this is very real, that while we go through Difficulties while we go through pain, while we go through certain abuse, certain traumas in life, sometimes we make the choice and we think that we need to shut ourselves down. We don't exist. We're completely lost. But let me tell you from people that we help through therapy and from this message that yes, you can grow. You're there at all times. The you is never gone. And all that is needed is for us to recognize that there is a kayach within us. Rabbi gave it to us. And if we can go into that, we can overcome and we can always find that that strength is with us. Us. And we can find again the Rabinishland, we can find again ourselves, we can find again our family, we can connect to people. It's all within us. We just need to have the strength to go into ourselves. So I thank you for those for this message and for your permission to share that with people. Now let's start with the questions that we got. Again, the number to call in is 718-683-5858, 718-683-5858. <laughs> Okay, who do we I'm have? Moish. We have Moishe, you're on with Mordechai. Okay, hello. Yes. Okay, first I wanna thank you for your line.
1: I'm really gaining a lot of, a lot of knowledge from your line.
0: Thank Still you. I
1: what you are doing. So yes. I can give you all your wishes, what you need.
0: Amen, thank you.
1: <laughs> okay. So I wanna make clear, you on, on question and answer 334. Sure. Spoke the there from addictions. Yes. I want to know the difference between addictions and habits. Between addictions and habits? Yes. Sure. And number two, if (coughs) it's something under that, an underlying problem which is covering up by the addiction or the habit. And number three, if you could go out by self, okay, from the habit. All right. Besides getting out from the problem, if there is something from it, because I have a personal story myself. I was very... I, it was for sure not an addiction to hear a lot of
0: hotlines. Ah.
1: Okay, not yours, because I'm getting noticed, so decide yours. Sure. <laughs> so let's first understand
0: so, the two. Let's so, understand. What What do you think is the difference between an addiction and a habit?
1: I get this alone that I could look out for myself, because I don't believe I don't know what an addiction is. I don't know...
0: All right, so let's start with a concept. A habit is a behavior that we do all the time. And Mm -hmm. once we do it enough times, it becomes like second nature, that we're used to it. Mm -hmm. And to change a habit is very difficult because you're very into it. You're programmed. It's your safety zone. It's your comfort zone. For example, for people that have a habit of listening to phone lines all the time, it's almost a fear of what will I do with the extra time. Like I once heard a Rav say a great Vart, and he says, do you know why people come late to shul? Because they have a fear of coming early. So they always aim to come on time, and that's why you're always late. If we won't mm-hmm. be afraid to just be 10 minutes early to shul, you will find that you'll be there on time or early. But we always say, oh, I still have 10 more minutes. Once you think you have 10 more minutes till shul starts, you'll usually be 15 minutes late. Now that's a habit. Okay, but well, is there an unaligned problem? There could be. Uh-huh. There could be underlying problems or underlying uh, issue, but that's still not addiction. addiction? Addiction is something far more extreme. Addiction is when you are doing harmful, negative behaviors that will destroy your entire life and the family members around yours entire life, and you still cannot stop. The more destructive it is, the more stuck you're in it. Do you hear the difference? So let's assume you're listening yeah, to phone lines. Because, if you listen to phone lines when you need to work, when you need to be in Seder, and you're missing Storm day after day, if you mortgage your entire house, every penny that you have, so you can buy a phone line or listen to a phone line and not pay it back, that is a level of an addiction.
1: Because I use the... I'd say, uh, what you taught someone in your therapy... Yes. You told someone to tear a dollar, so
2: like
0: yes. that,
1: you would stand up fairly. Yes. So I tried it by myself, so I told myself, okay, you want to talk on the line? Before that, you need to tear the dollar. So it looked like the dollar was more important for me, so I didn't call.
0: Excellent. Now understand. So that's a habit, and that one of the ways you break a habit. Mm-hmm. If it was an addiction, you would rip a thousand dollars, yeah, and you would say never again, and still do it again. Mm-hmm. Addictions are so severe that I need you to understand when something is called an addiction, it will destroy. You will, ru- the person will ruin their entire life and their family members. The closer it is, their lives will be ruined. People will borrow money for drugs and for alcohol and for other stuff when they don't have. They won't go to work. They'll blame the world. They'll even make their kids steal for them. But they cannot stop. That's an addiction. A habit is I'm just used to this and it's so hard to change. Because
1: I have an underlying problem which is in process
0: because of you and you're the case. Thank you. So, that's what I want to get.
2: Beautiful. To make so, clear. does that
0: clarify the difference between a habit and an addiction? Sure. Excellent. And the way you deal with habits are very behavior. The way you did it, mm-hmm. rip up a dollar. Know that there's a certain class, a certain mm-hmm. behavior, certain charts. That's habits are not easy to work on, but they're still very workable. That's what therapists do. That's what askanim do. That's what rabanim do. That's what you know, mashgeichim. You know, that's what they do. Habits are workable. It's not always needed a therapist for that. Addictions, unfortunately, need therapists. And even me, that I consider myself a pretty skilled therapist, I won't touch addictions. Mm -hmm. I don't have the experience or the emotional strength to deal with addictions. So we don't think even a habit, there's an underlying problem? Well, of course. But I don't Mm -hmm. like, I think everything is a problem if we want to make everything a problem. The reason why I'm doing this and I'm not doing something else is a problem. The reason why other stuff, nope. everything. The pro- mm. the issue is over here, is it a problem that you can't change on your own? Mm. Everything, if we want to make everything a problem, the fact that I drank Snapple today instead of Coca-Cola could be a problem. Because Coke is too fizzy and I don't want that, so here, so I took that. But maybe I should be strong enough to be able to drink Coke or to be able to drink soda. We can make everything into a problem. Okay, I'm going it. Yeah, I try not to make things into problems. We try to make things simple. And let's see if there's a simple way of working on it.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay, thank you so much.
0: Excellent, thank you. So it's cute. Here we have um, just a couple of points. Someone saying a Mazel Tov to your brother. May Hashem help that through all your kindness you should share in simchus thanks again for all your shows an English fan that lives for your shows, that's pretty nice another message Mr. Weinberger, you're really one of a kind I want you to know that you're quoted daily in my home, you have made a major impact, thank you and I appreciate that um, yes, and I david that the should help the family, yeah go ahead Rav so we have
2: uh, a Yankee.
0: we have Yankee on line three, Yanki you're, you're on with Mordechai Again, to share with people a number to call mm-hmm. is 718 683 5858 Yankee, you're on with Mordechai it's,
3: it's
0: You're on, you're live yeah. Yanko Yeah You're on live and we hear some feedback some background noise or some yeah, people hello? Yep, it's clear now Go ahead
4: Yes I was I'm looking for a job. I don't know what should I
0: should do. I feel that I'm not
4: good for everything. You feel your what? I'm not good for everything.
0: Okay, can I ask you roughly how old you are? Like, are you between 20 and 25, 25 and 30? Don't tell me the exact age. Uh, I'm, I'm turning up to 26. You're turning how old? 26. 26. Now, let me ask you this question. How many therapists have you seen so far? One. Maybe one. And let's take a guess that you're feeling not worthy, not successful since you're at least seven, what? eight years old?
4: Uh, I don't remember exactly when I was.
0: Do you remember as a kid thinking, I'm a smart kid, I'm doing well on tests? Well, uh, do you remember saying, oh, how am I going to take this test? I'll never be successful.
4: Sometimes like this, sometimes
0: like this. All right. So what we're recognizing is that you have a pretty low self-esteem. If you're telling me that you're, uh, right, you're 26 and you don't know what you're good for. You don't know what you're good at. Yeah. Now, many people don't know what they are good at. But let me ask you, could you tell me five milas that you have? No. Could you tell me two milas that you have?
4: No, I have no milas.
0: Good. Could you tell me ten chasroinus that you have?
4: (laughs) It's more than 10. I don't know. It's, Good, uh, so
0: let's start with 10. You 10. get up late, you don't have confidence, someone tells you something, you just can't do it or you'll do it and you're upset. You always uh, think over whenever yeah. someone tells you something, you think about what a horrible life the Rabbi has given you, Chas Vishalom. No, did I mention? Yeah, yeah. So far, I'm five for five, right? Let me continue. Do yeah. you feel your parents love you but they're controlling you too much? You feel, yeah, you feel, too much. Yeah, yeah, you feel the yeshivas never gave you the right chavrusas. Finally, you had a good chavrus and they took it away.
4: I'm on your so I know, I we're the, not going, we'll get yeah. there in a
0: minute. First, let's go into the yeshiva, right? So we're blaming yeah, the okay. yeshiva, just didn't work out for you. They never gave you the chavrusas. Then when it came to getting <laughs> up in the morning, you couldn't get up in the morning, and you had no cheshek. <laughs> I don't know, I was uh, 19 years,
4: I, I get up um, 5, 8 years up already.
0: Yeah, but my question is what you felt. You have no chayshik, you have no sipic to get up.
5: Mm, so I'm it, okay, I'm sorry. Okay, so it's the
0: wrong one. So so far um, I'm seven out of eight. Alright, let's try the let's try the next ones. And you feel that whenever you have a chavrusas they, they they don't see your malice and they're too tough on you with the mm-hmm. All Alright. You know, so let's leave it this. So my friend I just got a compliment from someone this week, one of my clients. This happens to be a beautiful thing that I finished with the client. The client told me, you know what I'm impressed with? You haven't told someone, find a therapist in a long time. <laughs> I think I'm going to break that rule and I'm going to say now, it sounds like if you're 26 and you have a lot more than 10 chasroinus, but you don't, you know you don't even have one myla, that already takes a little bit of skill to help you. And if I'm going to be a little bit more blunt, it'll take several months of therapy to help you there. Not Chasrom saying that you're there's... There's a problem with you. All I'm saying is there's a way of thinking that needs to be changed. And that just takes months of work.
4: So, Why is life so long? Say that again? Why is life taking so long?
0: All right, I'll just tell you. You're very successful. You're very talented. Know that now. Get the first job. Take the first job, and you'll see how successful you'll be, Merzah Hashem.
4: Uh, I do mean, I, no, so, Something that I, I don't want to do because... In office, you know, Hold on, and let's and stop Europe. a second.
0: Do you see how it didn't work? Why didn't it work? I just told you what to do. Very simple and free. You're talented, you're successful, you're a great person. Take the first job that's out there and you'll see how much you like it. Now, Chris, I
4: don't, I, 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 don't, I don't want to be a, a oh, now. Let's stop. Now, a... do
0: you understand why it will take so many months? Because when we tell you to do something, you're first gonna tell me why that's not good, why you can't do this, why this won't work out because of that point. Make a list of all the don'ts. You'll probably have about 500 jobs that you don't want to do and why. Each yeah. of those, each of those, word, each of those numbers that you have is another session. So you tell me how many reasons why you won't get a good job or why you won't like the job. And each of those points is an entire session discussion. So if you have about 50 points, that's about a year of therapy once a week. Now, it's not exactly true because really one session builds on the other. So once you have 10 or 15 sessions, many times your list goes from 100 down to 50. And if you take another 10 sessions, that list of 50 goes down to two or three or five. But still, from the deep level that you are so confident, that you won't find a job, and you can't have jobs, and you can't this and that. It's just months, if not a year, of therapy, just from experience. So it's mm-hmm. not because I don't like you, not because I, I don't want you, not because I want to scare you. Not having this. What do you say, by the way?
4: Mm-hmm. I want. I, I want that therapist, and then with the day, be, I didn't see no change.
0: Of course not. You're, you're the. <laughs> I'm gonna to try to say it nicely in a way that you're almost like a therapist nightmare. To be honest with you, I had a client that came in within the past week to my office, and the first session I told the person, Look, you're in a severe depression. I'm a therapist major movements. You're gonna tell me why you can't move. I'm gonna start telling you why you gotta move, and we're gonna have a fight at the third session. That's not where I'm good at. I'm good at someone that knows they have powers in them, know that there's koiches, but it's blocked. I can help that movement. To tell someone you are, to start from the ground up, that takes a special patience of certain therapists. I honestly don't have it. That is one of my chasroinists. I can announce it to everyone. My chasroin is I don't have the energy to take a person when they're at zero and pick them up. I could take them from below zero. Someone that's anger, ah, there's life again. Or someone that's got some belief in themselves, but they don't know how to do it. I can help. But when someone is like so convinced they can't, that's where I'm stuck. Oh, oh, you're picking up the phone. File. I want to hear what Nissen had to say about that. So, does that make sense to you?
4: Yeah, you know somebody that do the same thing.
0: Sure, almost all therapists do. Most therapists are very patient, and they have time to spend months of therapy on you. That's why I would really make that recommendation. It's months of therapy, and you're not even supposed to see results. I would even make another recommendation that you should start with a therapist. Oh, well, here's a one cute thing over here. This person describes me explicitly and also my age. My message to him is take my word. Wasn't therapy just found a job feels very worthwhile now and I highly successful worker now. Listen to Mr. Weinberger. Take the first job. I listened to him and it worked like a charm. Okay, so this is, sounds like one of my clients already as they're saying it. My belief is I could spend six months of therapy to get your self-esteem up or I tell you take the lowest job but the first job available. Be a janitor if that's low to you. But take the job. You'll see how much quicker our therapy is. It's one of my strong behavioral therapy well, uh, um, beliefs that I believe in. Well,
4: I'm, I'm doing my very low job. I didn't see
0: anything. Uh, how many hours a day do you do this low job? From 8 to 3. Ooh, that's good. That is impressive, actually. I didn't think you have it in you. And what happens when you're doing it from 8 to 3? One three? Wait, do you think a lot? Is it like a thinking job or is it a job where you have to do? You need to do. You need to act. You have to be busy. Oh,
4: I'm bored now. You're bored? I'm an I'm I'm assistant from Arabia.
0: Oh, that's excellent. That is excellent. An assistant teacher, assistant rebbe, is an excellent job. Do you feel energized when you do it? No. How not? I don't know. Kids, when I'm around kids, I get full of life. What happens to you that you're not full of life?
4: I don't understand this question.
0: When I'm around kids, Ravnison, when you're around kids, how do you go? How do you get? I'm asking, Ravnison, we're doing this together over here as a team.
2: (laughs) We are around the kids, you know, that's uh, trying to, first of all, to influence them and see what, can, what you can give from yourself. But I, I see this, uh, this person, this guy... Uh, well, sometimes in, in I, inter- I love
4: them.
2: Okay, so first of all, you have to love yourself. This is number one. Number one, you look at the mirror and say, I love myself. You gave me my face, you gave me my eyes, you gave me my nose, you gave me... I love you. And I love myself because you cannot be... Maybe I don't,
4: I don't love me. I don't know.
2: could be. Well, you must because in, in a matter of working with other people, and that's maybe, maybe it's better to find a job without, you know, maybe with, with animals. You know, this is, a, I would say that such as maybe trying to be working an animal in the beginning, and then you find yourself. I think that you, you, you expect from people to bring your feedback all the time and tap on the shoulder. And this is what you need but unfortunately we are human and we don't give all the time tap on your shoulders and sometimes a scream why are you sl- why are you sleeping and why are you dreaming and the kids looking and sometimes make fun of you this is, could be also one that uh, create some kind of uh, uh, mis- uh, yeah, i would say misunderstanding about this what do you think, uh, doc- <laughs> Doctor? <laughs> yeah,
0: Let's let go Mordechai. Not yet a doctor, Mertz It's in the scopes, but right now we're focusing on life. I made, I made a New Year's contract with myself, this Rosh Hashanah, to focus on life and to put those big balance on hold. So I agree with every single word that Avnison said. In order to feel life, in order to enjoy anything, you've got to have that self-love. My friend, we've got to get a little life into you. We got to oh, get maybe. you in a car. I have one of one of my friends tells me he goes into a car and screams. Turn on the loud music. Let it be chasidish music. Let it be the fro music, but there's still music with energy. Get some life. Get some beat Hello. going. There's Hello. a wedding in my family this Wednesday. Let's get the uh, Simcha. Let's get the energy happening.
4: Most of the day, I'm bored. I'm, I'm just, you know, I'm the system. I take the bathroom. I, I help the Rebbe to to uh, save the kids' from It's not a real job, you
0: know? Other then that, that makes sense. To me, an assistant is someone that's singing ani with the kids. It's someone that's jumping up and down with the kids. It's someone that's playing with them, with the kids. It's someone that's research, saying, can I play with you? If they're playing tag, if they're playing Galochem, Chapsum, whatever it should be, yeah, they're I'm playing... There,
4: most of the time, I'm not saying the army, everything? Ani with everything. I'm only the guy that... All
0: this hot to that doesn't sound to me like an assistant. That sounds like a schlock shamus. Let's change your title. If you're an assistant, say Maidani <laughs> with him. Him in the front of the class, you in the back of the class. And he says, Maidani, and you're there loud with him. I can't, I have an associate, an assistant that I work with him. We work together every single step. He's very active.
4: No, I, I, I see myself like a slug
0: sounder. Excellent. So, how do we change that image? I wonder. Would your teacher like you to be part of it? Would he like you to be active? Um. Yes. Ah.
4: Yeah, Most of the rabbi's like to be by myself They, 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 they act there to the to the systems like they they slug son.
0: Yep. All right. Anyhow, my friends, we're going to be going over here. Thank you for calling in appreciate all the awareness from your question and your caller yeah yep and uh my friend i would still recommend take the therapy look for someone that's also experienced in behavioral therapy which gives you a little kick in the right place to get things moving and we got to get some life into you and keep on going for several months and you want to find a therapist that's got a little energy that's not going to let you be depressed that he might do some behavioral therapy with you. That you gotta say mydani. You gotta play with the kids at recess. You gotta be part of the teaching process. We need you active.
4: Yeah, I don't think that I'm worth it. I don't think that I know exactly. What I know. But
0: there's a famous thing in America, like the English saying, "What came first, the chicken or the egg?" I know you don't think you're worth it, but if we're gonna be busy spending years talking about your self-esteem. We won't get anywhere. We talk behavior plus your self-esteem. We'll get somewhere yep you are very welcome and thank you for being brave for calling by the way do you notice your tone sounds so much different from when you started the phone call till after you started Uh, calling like this and now you're so much more alive I purposely raise my energy level and that's why I do many times with clients when they're down you gotta infuse some energy you gotta put some into it yeah you need a little life good (laughs) (laughs) good
4: Yeah, thank you.
0: My pleasure. Yeah. Miss hi. C, you're on with Mordechai and Ism. Um,
6: Hi, thank you for taking my call.
0: My pleasure. Um, it's our pleasure, I should say.
6: Uh-huh. I have a sister who's like, she's like a ragged sister, but she, she can't fall asleep at night. She's like older, so it makes a big impact on her younger siblings. So you have and a sister has like that has a lot can- of anxiety. Yeah. Um I wanna know like how how to like how how could she like not be so like full of anxiety? How could how could she how could
0: you help her? So you would like me to know you would like to know how I can help a sister that's full of anxieties. Do you know why she's full of anxieties? Um I don't
7: know why.
0: Then how am I supposed to help? Let me ask another question. Any of your parents suffer from anxiety?
6: It's not such a big deal. She, she's like, she's like, I don't know, like different things. Like She, right. she thinks harder I'll, than regular. She's I'll, mad. She's furious.
0: I'll tell you what. This question is something that it would take her to ask and for us to understand what's the issue. Really? And if you would ask me how, let's take it to you, because I usually don't like answering for others. Let's, okay. take, it, let's take the question to you. Yeah. What question would you have about yourself that has a sister that suffers from anxiety?
6: I do think I know why
0: she suffers. I, let's not do that. Let's not even try to do that. She, let's not mm-hmm. even try doing that. Let's try taking the question to you.
6: Um, she.
0: I. I know that she like. Like. No, again. Like, hold on. Notice, I don't want to do that. Let's mm-hmm. not talk about her. Let's talk about you. So, for an example, the question might go: I have a sister that suffers from anxiety, and it affects me. When she's afraid she makes me stay around her or I can do certain things.
6: Right, okay, so she's um um like her sister's like instead of feeling happy when when you're supposed to feel like something happened in the family and it's exciting, she won't feel she won't get so excited and her younger siblings would see Oh, if that's how my sister's acting then okay, then I don't need to have to get so excited and then um really she feels bad, like she she told me she feels better then. No, again you're that, taking
0: it to your sister.
6: She told me that, like, oh, wait, wait. Let's
0: be clear. This question, we only take questions. You know, well, let's make a rule. I love people love hearing rules, so let's make a rule. We only take questions about yourself. Don't ask about uh-huh. someone else. So if you tell me, my we have a simcha in the family, my sister gets full of anxiety, and then I lose part of my happiness. I can address your question. I can't talk okay. about others. But we assume, we think, we don't know people. That's my experience. We don't know what's really going on in their heart of hearts. <clears throat> so would you like to uh-huh. take the question to you? I have a sister okay. that has anxiety and she dampens yeah, the excitement okay, in the family.
6: Um, Sometimes like, I also feel anxiety because
0: of that. Ah, so let's take it again. So now you feel anxiety. What type of anxiety do you feel? Like
6: different things. Right? The way that acting and then I become like that.
0: Interesting. So when you say different things, do you think that tells me what the different things are? Like,
6: um, sh- like spam. Like,
0: like I see her in school, and she's not like ah, and likes- in school. I only know exactly what your anxiety is. Um, like,
6: yeah,
0: like what? Ah, uh, like things. <laughs> Isn't um, it clear? I'll, I'll, I'd like to, sh- like to do a little role reversal with you because sometimes I've got clients coming in like that and they have no idea what they're saying, so watch I this. I know what
7: am I just can't
6: express
0: it. Like Hold hard. on. Could you ask me a question? Like, ask me if I have anxiety. I'll
6: pretend I have anxiety and then I'll
0: tell you. All right. So I'd like to thank you for calling in. It's a pleasure that you wanted to call to help your sister and you're a great person. You care about family members. We're going to be going to another caller. Thanks a lot. And again, I'm going to make a request for people calling in. Ask questions about yourself, because about yourself we can address it, we can understand it. About others, it's hard to read their minds. Or Nissen, who's next on the line? Uh, we have Ms. R. Ms. R, you're on with Mordechai Avnissim.
8: Hi, thank you so much for taking my call.
0: My pleasure.
8: I love your show; it's excellent, and I even uh, I like those motivational. Um Oh, the motivational quotes. Actually, i got to tell everyone, was
0: the, there was a great quote, Arvniss, and I think you would like it. And I was told it's more along the lines of Alanon, but I don't even know where I got it from. But it goes like this. Oh, let's see if I remember by heart. Sort of the letter in front of uh, all anger, the anger. letter before anger, something D, how okay. does it go?
8: Anger is one letter
0: away from danger. That's right. Anger is one letter away from danger. Oh, beautiful! Isn't that nice? Yeah. So we send out daily quotes, yeah. and this was the quote of today. Yeah. <laughs> yes, that was fantastic. That's right. Anger is one letter away from danger. And when we get angry, boy, are we dangerous. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so go ahead. Thank you for that.
8: Okay. Um, maybe last week, maybe two weeks ago or three weeks ago, a woman called up and said that she was... Forgiving herself for something that she went through when she was younger, by by revisiting it and seeing that if she had been in the same situation, what she could have done, I think I'm explaining it correctly. Pretty good, Um, yeah. So I was thinking of that. I was saying that. She said something
0: else. I was doing that. That was my edit on it.
8: Oh, that she, I thought she went, she went back in her mind to that situation. She said she and, went
0: back to that mind in that situation, and she realized right? now she might have done different choices, or she knows now she has more information than in the past.
8: Right. So, in my situation, um, I thought that would be wonderful to use. However, when I revisit the situation, I still don't see how I could have gotten out of it.
0: Can you give um, me a situation?
8: Okay, so you had said only to discuss yourself, but it does discuss, it, it involves me and my son. My oh, son it, can in, ima-
0: it, could, it could involve the entire world, as long as you're <laughs> focusing on your part of it.
8: Okay, so my son was verbally abused numerous times by a Rebbe
0: yeah.
8: in elementary school. Mm-hmm. Um, he, and we were watching it happen, and we spoke to principals, and we spoke, to, we spoke and, we, and, we, and we begged for you know, principals to get involved, to have it stopped. Um, my son was humiliated on almost yes. a daily basis, and to this day, I can't forgive this Rebbe, and he finds it difficult to, to forgive this Rebbe. Had I, even when I revisit it, I only get upset because I realize, what more could I have done? And I couldn't prevent it, but meanwhile, I still can't forgive this guy, and I want it to
0: be... Okay, let's take it to address. you. Excellent. Let's stop a second. Now, when I've got an entire program called Forgiveness... Forgiveness means we first need to forgive ourselves for our component in this. So now, before we're going to attack the Rebbe or attack the system and say because of them you're so angry, let's look at what are you angry at yourself about in the situation? You didn't change your kid's school. You didn't change the class. What are you upset about? Um, I don't know what
8: else I could have done.
0: So maybe that's what you're upset at yourself, that you don't have tools. As a mother, you just allowed your son to get hurt. And where you feel it's your job to protect him, you weren't able to protect him.
8: I tried every avenue. That's
0: right. And And how do you feel when you tried every avenue and unfortunately you failed your son? What is the feeling?
8: It's horrible.
0: Horrible. So now can we stop a second? How can you forgive yourself? Well
8: someone here mentioned to me through this whole experience that I should get in
0: touch with the police. You should get in touch with the police. That's one option. But hold on, before we do that, I'm not not there yet. I didn't ask that. You're going to major extremes. Hold on. First, the question is, how can you forgive yourself? Your son came to you in pain. You tried all the tools that you had, and it was not enough to help your son. Boy, I'm a parent, and I can't imagine how guilty and how bad I would feel. Can you first see that the first person we need to forgive is ourselves? How? How can you forgive yourself? I didn't see more tools. I did not, I don't, at that time, I didn't see more tools.
5: Hmm.
0: I would like to share with you a story with a client of mine that they had a major difficulty with the Rebbe and the parent after about two months called up the principal and says you must now change my kid's class and the teacher said, the principal says oh you're not a logical parent you're acting all emotional and the client sort of said let me be very clear to you I gave you two months to straighten out the problem that's when I was a clear oh, clear parent now I am protecting my kid either you change classes or I pull my kid and they change classes and the kid is so much happier Maybe you need to forgive yourself for not being an irrational parent.
8: Well, I, I inevitably did pull my kid out, but I still, I, I, I still see this person around, and I'm still angry at him because I had to pull him out because of it.
0: Okay, then let's take another way. Then Is the part of forgiving yourself that you don't like to make difficult choices? Nah, no, there's got to be more to it. You tell me, where do you feel you need to forgive yourself? Where do you feel you were wrong in the situation? Just you to yourself.
8: Was i wrong in it
0: Mm -hmm.
8: i I can't think of a way that i could have been right all right i was like i I can't figure out a way that i could have gotten out i I hear people going through this and i feel sorry for them because i just know that there is not always a way out
0: well you did a way out why is not changing your kid's school a way out
8: oh because (laughs) the, the months of abuse don't just disappear just because you walk away from
0: it um why not when you teach a child that These are these points, these lessons, these pains are not acceptable. You have rights, and your rights are to leave at any time. Yes, you might lose money, you might lose certain investments, you might lose certain things, but it's still your right. And when you take care of yourself, you feel energized and you feel safe and you feel secure. That's where the famous saying in America comes you know, that that saying, you don't throw good money after bad money. That means you made an investment, it's losing, and then they say, oh, put in more money, maybe you'll save it. No, it's time to take your losses. Why do you feel so bad that you pulled him out? Maybe you might I, guess
8: feel- I let it go on because I thought this principal would handle it, this principal would handle it, this higher person would handle it, and I let it go on, and i hoping that they said, oh, it'll get better, don't worry, it'll be fine. Uh, I, I bought all of that.
0: Yeah. Okay, so let's understand that. So you feel now fooled. So what you're angry at is that you didn't pull him out earlier. I guess. And that's regret. And people in leadership abilities and leadership positions have regret all the time, especially me. Harav what do you say?
2: I want to tell you some stories that happened to me on Yes. We had some lecture in uh, Queens. Yes. And uh, we we know the I know the place, but uh, somehow I put the address in the uh, GPS. Was raining. And I'm running, you know, driving, 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 and I find myself in a, no place. basically re- recheck the address again, the same situation, attack us, like, we felt like I felt like uh, chasing my tail, and I don't come to my place. you know. The, the lesson that I learned that many times when we're counting on other uh, objects, subject, people, you know, and we don't let ourselves doing the act. Right now, you know, I, I had to see that I, I somehow I don't re- recognise the road, I had to stop aside and make a phone calls and write. But from the other end, certain stuff, even my kids knows, that they have to face reality. Sometimes you fin- you, you face a rabbi, sometimes you find a teacher, sometimes an educator, sometimes you find a, a, a boss in a job and, and a places that are not exactly the same. So we have to teach our ourselves and our kids that to face reality. Unfortunately, you know, it's a it's fact, it's take a toll on this nefesh, take a toll on this soul of this boy, us. And I'll tell you, believe me, I have seven kids, and every time we have some kind of experience with this issue and the other issue. But we, we, we have to face it it's in reality. And the, the most important thing that I see, that uh, I look at always at yourself from the Bible, from the Torah. This is my role model that whatever i done to him, he always took it in the right spirit. And I believe that he had big smile on his face when he's in a jail and taking care about his peop- other people. And he knew that somehow it's a test from the Kadosh Baruch Hu. It took too much yeah. time.
0: Could we actually take that little concept of Yosef HaTzadik and I like that. Could you imagine he must have been thinking my life is such a waste. I should have been learning with my father Yaakov and then I'm in Poitifar's house and then I'm two, then I'm in prison and then an extra two years. Could we just stop a second? Imagine if he would be saying look at all the time lost. On the other hand that was the path that took him to greatness and he jumped ahead of everything. However the however eventually would have done that. Oh. You're having what's called almost like survivor's remorse. And almost like any leadership guilt, had I known later on that it's not going to work out with the school, then I should have pulled him out earlier. No one knows the future. Only few tzaddikim get glimpses of it. But the rest of us mortals just need to learn to make decisions. How could you forgive yourself recognizing that you've done, you've learned, this is the first time you've had such an incident with a child, the first time you've had such an experience, and you're now more experienced for the future? Okay. Wait, not okay. So no, hold on. Don't answer it. I want you to tell. tune in. Does that ease your heart? Can you first forgive yourself? Once you can forgive yourself, it was a hard ordeal, and I learned as well. Yes, I should have pulled out my kid two months earlier or three months earlier, but I didn't know it, would, it wouldn't work out. You did everything correctly based on the Derecha knowledge that you had. Okay. So let's stop a second. Okay, it's too short for me. I'm more <laughs> an emotional, expressive person. So you got to suffer like my wife and kids sometimes have to suffer when I go sorry. Like you can't just say, you know. You know, my kids go, Tati, I love you. No, 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 that's like too short. Like, I love you too, <laughs> and I need to have a hug and a kiss that goes with it. So let's go to you. Okay, what are you hearing in the information to yourself?
8: I just have to get past
0: it. No, that's not what I said. Getting past it is still beating yourself up. That's what I was concerned with here. Okay. Okay. How can you forgive yourself to realize you've done the best job possible? La teva at that year. You understand what I'm saying? Now you're much older and wiser. If you'd be in the same situation, what would you do today?
8: There is nothing that I could have done differently.
0: What would you have done differently today? If you have all the knowledge of the past into right now, what would you do now? Your son is in class and it's not going well. What would you do now? I would
8: still have believed the principal. I wouldn't have assumed that he was, you know... Not being able to handle it, you assume that a person in administrative position. Now let's stop a second. You're you're analyzing. That's
0: not what I'm asking. I want to ask it a little bit differently. With all the experience you have now, even if you would trust the administrator, administrator, would you be on top of him more? Would you have been a little bit more pushy after the third week? Or would you have waited as long? Would you have been naive and give it another couple of days, or would you be more proactive now? What would be the difference if the same situation would happen now, Chassosham, with a second child? What would you do differently?
8: So I would have to assume that it's not going to—it's not going to happen the way I wanted to—and pull him out earlier and not give him the benefit of the doubt. Um, and maybe they would handle
0: it. Is that what I, I, I said? To- is that what I said? You should just pull out your kid after the first day of school. You're not happy with the teacher, so don't give him the benefit of the doubt and pull out. So after oh, one day, earlier. you just pulled him. Said earlier. said earlier. Earlier. How much earlier? Two days earlier. No. So there seems to be more going on in there that I'm not identifying what. Because normally, once you identify the part where the person feels guilty. See, there's a theory that I am a very, very large, big believer in, and that's in the theory of the subconscious part of the brain. That is, everything that happens around us, any pains that we have are about our limitations. And many times we need to identify three, four of the issues that we are guilty and or we feel responsible. Once we can clear that up, then we can let go of the school. Then we can say that's their issue. they need to shape themselves up. Now, it might be that your son is walking around with a certain damage now. Maybe your son's got a lack of self-esteem. And maybe you need to take responsibility on that area. My son now has a lack of self-esteem. What can I do to build it up? And once you know you'll have different options, once you know you can work on that, maybe that will change. I don't know what is going on inside of you, but there's definitely a component within ourselves that we need to acknowledge and take responsibility for that it can change then. (coughs) <coughs> Does that make a little bit more sense? Yes. All right.
8: Thank you so
0: much. You're very welcome, and thank you for being brave for calling in that question. Um, uh, we got a question, how do you get the daily um motivational quotes? There are two ways for those of you that are that's kosher and that you guys can have Twitter or get text. You have to text to a number four zero four zero four. So it's four zero four zero then four. And you put in the words follow with the space like the next word, MW motivation, or you could sign up via email on my website, which is winterformula.com. There's a box where you can put in and sign up to get the daily motivational quotes. They're Monday, Friday. And I happen to think they're excellent. So they're not my own. I search and I pick out the best ones that I like. And from those we then further refine those two that I think are from the fantastic ones out there. And it's cute to wake up with a daily message. It comes out every morning at 7.30 a.m. with Siata Deshmaya. Harv Nissen, who do we have next? Mrs. M. Mrs. M. You're on with Mordechai. Hello, Mrs. M, like Mary. Yep. Yeah, hi. Yes, hi. <coughs>
7: I'm actually calling from
0: London. Oh, wow. Thank you. What an honor. Now I see why we put you ahead.
5: Yes.
0: Yes. What is your question or comment?
7: So my husband hurt me greatly. Very, very much. Say it again. Your husband what? My husband hurt hurt me greatly uh, in a very, very bad way. That no woman should ever know.
0: I don't but know if this is that appropriate of- then for us to be discussing here. That sounds pretty severe. Pretty no, heavy. I
7: just want to I just want to know. Now he wants me to forgive him. He he ran off to New York and now he wants me to forgive him and come home. Do you think if I work on it deep down, will I ever like properly forgive him? If we do get back together.
0: So I feel you've just given me you know what an avalanche is? In avalanches, when you've got those huge mountains full of snow, and there's like this little explosion, a little noise, and then this entire mountain of snow starts falling down, and it can it's such a destructive force, like, where do you deal with this? You've probably mentioned eight <laughs> or ten huge explosions. That each of those questions would be, each of those components would probably be like an hour speech, and you put all ten in like less than thirty-second question. Number one, her husband hurt you very. To
7: know, I, do, I want to know. I I want to know, like deep down, if I try really hard, do you think that a person I could forgive him?
0: I I think you're the I one mean, that I would. I would
3: want to. I'm a
7: good person, and I'd want to. Um just worried that I would always leave a scar and I would never actually forgive oh, him. Oh, so you're
0: worried about the scar that you won't really forgive him? Yeah. Ah, okay. So all I will tell you is there's a lot more things that you need to be concerned about. And I think you should speak to Rav. that someone will guide you about that. There's so much more to this question that I don't feel I'm equipped to deal with it in this program.
7: Uh, but no one, no one wants to answer me
0: the question. I wonder why. No, no why do you think answer. no one wants to answer that question? It's a hard one, and no
7: one wants to do. It you
0: think it's because it's so hard? Oh no, I, I, don't think your question is so hard. <laughs> I'm going to be a little honest with you, because I, I, I want to help you. Your question isn't that hard. Let me, let me give you a muscle and then tell me if you will understand it. Um, let, let's assume There's a gun to your head. And you're complaining that the lollipop that you're eating isn't sweet enough. And you want to ask me about the lollipop. And then no one wants to answer your question about the lollipop. Why doesn't anyone want to answer your question about the lollipop?
7: This is something
0: bigger at stake. That's right. I think there's something a lot bigger at stake with what you said and all these stories with what's happening, and all you're focusing on is will I ever forgive him completely or will there be a scar no, in my heart? No, no,
7: that's, that's not. In daily life, that's not what I'm forgiving. No. What, not what... Questions all right so let's people. put this way there's a time but, for
0: forgiveness and there's a time for crisis in therapy there's one of the methods in therapy is called a crisis intervention this actually happens to have a fancier name i forgot what it is but that is what we don't talk about your past we don't talk about anything right now we got to deal with the several crisis that's now on hand and you've got several crises <laughs> happening on hand and your question should have been very different not about will I ever forgive him.
7: But uh, the the pro- yeah, but the problem is that no one's answering me about the crisis at hand, and I'm thinking if we should even deal with the crisis at hand, or we should just skip that part.
0: All right, so I'm going to finish now. All I just I'm I just want. I'm
7: looking at the future.
0: Good. So, listened. we're going to go to the next caller. I appreciate everything that you're asking, and I just think that you need to go to a licensed therapist or to a Rav that will be able to help guide you and help you recognize the avalanche, the major emergencies that are going on in your life. And forgiveness, in my opinion, from what I hear, is like number, number 10 of importance. There's 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9 to be addressed. Once you address those, then you can call me up about the forgiveness part. Yeah, Thank without, you for staying uh, well,
7: in. I wish I'd
0: find the person to answer you number know, one, two, three, and all this. Uh, uh, oh, by the way, with Seattle <laughs> D'shmeiyo, we will daven for you and we will help you to find that answer. Thank you, and Hats Who do we have next, Harav uh, Nissim? Avi. Avi, you're on with Mordechai and Nissim. Yeah. Hi. Yes. Hi. Um. My name is Avi. I'm in eighth grade,
3: and I have this thingy that. I don't know what to call it. It's like, I know I want to do good. I know I want to, like, want to... And you make
0: trouble. Avi, did you call in the past, by the way? Mm, yeah. Yeah. Got to recognize your voice. Ah. So what was your question in the past? What was the advice that we gave you then? And well, let's take it to the next step.
3: Um, uh, the first question that I asked was that uh, about the test.
0: Yes. Tell me about the question.
3: Yes, yeah, so um, that was uh, uh, I study more often now and and I took your advice actually and I did actually write a note like on the desk and I like I was, like, fo- like focus and bold lettering Yeah it Really helped
0: Baruch Hashem So that helped Great Now that's
3: uh, now now like over <laughs> the, the last few like Weeks that, forever I tried like a lot of things, a lot of things to, to actually focus, Like not focus. I to learn. I know I want to learn, and like even though I'm doing well in tests, but I feel like I don't not like, uh, like learning.
0: So you do well on tests, but it's hard for you to concentrate and to focus.
3: Yeah.
0: Yeah. And let me just ask you a couple of questions. Do you find that many times details is hard for you? Mm, What do you mean? Um, Let's say when, like, if you see general things, like, let's say you do math, 5 plus 5 is 10, but when you write, you might write 1, or you'll look at next questions, you'll write 11. Like, you won't pay attention if it's Let's say four four numbers, let's say uh, 138.1. and you'll just do 100, or you'll just do 38, and you'll do 0.1, and you'll realize you forgot the one. Like, do you find, like, you make, like, some little careless mistakes?
3: Sometimes, but most yeah. of the time, no.
0: Most of the time, not. Do you find sometimes when you listen, when you speak, when you talk to someone, like, your mind flies to three, four other conversations at the same time? Uh,
3: again, sometimes, like, most That's- of the like, yeah. Yeah, but mm, mm, sometimes, sometimes, not.
0: Okay. What about do you always find that you need to like move your hand or your feet or like touch something while you're talking while you're doing something? No. No. Okay. So it sounds a little bit like it's just regular that you're having a tough time listening, paying attention. Yeah. Yeah. Mm, That's that's basically it. Good. Now let me ask you, what can you do? What can they understand that first it's normal? And Uh to be able to keep you focused.
5: Um. Uh, I
0: don't know. how about sometimes what helps me is if i got goals like if i write down what i want to do like today i want to listen for 20 minutes also changing seats makes a big difference if you can ask your rebbe to sit next to him
3: that that's 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 the that's,
0: that's uh, you hit it right uh jack and uh yep got it on the
3: bot-
0: nail yeah. tell me what happened you sit in the back
3: I sit, like, it's a not in the back. It's just, like, in, like, the corner, like, yep. The corner. Yep. Ask
0: your Rebbe to change your seat and call us back, and you'll probably see the next, that first day, you'll already have your concentration up by a huge percentage. A lot of teachers and Rebbeim today um, is about, I'm um, sorry, is about, They switch seats like once a week or once in two weeks. So this way, everyone has, if they're like three rows or four rows in the class, once a month, everyone gets every week a seat, a chance to be next to the Rebbe. And there are huge changes when you're closer and where you're sitting. So that's number one, being close. Also, if you tell your Rebbe or your teacher that, you know, I I lose concentration in my seat. Many times if they look at you, if they ask you a question, they keep you entertained. They keep you interested. So Um, you might go, Avi, like... What's the Gemara's Kasha? Just say this over. Just say the name Avi will keep you reminded. Many rabbayim do that. Many public speakers do that, where they try to mention as many people's names as possible. Jack, that's a great question. You know, Ryan, what do you say back there? They try to keep the different corners in the classroom or in the room when they're teaching. Um, what's the word I'm looking for? Participating. But there's another word like interested. Um, you know, in, involved.
3: Yeah, that, I I am surprised
0: you like you you have done. Right yep. well, I didn't. We took I took I took a couple of sh- blank shots and we hit at one of them. That that's really Siata deshmaya. So if you got your answer, there, Bavi, what are you going to do tomorrow morning, Meretz I'm going to
3: ask Maravi to switch
0: my seat. That's right, and you could tell him why. Tell him I just in this seat in this place I lose my concentration. Or it's easy for me to get distracted or to go into my mind, into my thoughts, and then disappear. Yeah. Avi, you're a special kid because you're also able to recognize. It's called introspection. Introspection is something that it should be by everyone, but unfortunately it's not. And that means that we're able to recognize ourselves, what we're missing. And if we can't find it ourselves, if someone helps you identify it, you could say, yep, that's exactly it. And many times I work with people that when we hit it on the nail and we see it so clearly and their family members say, you got it right. They go, nope, that's not me. So introspection is something like there's a saying common sense isn't so common. Introspection, the older we get, it gets, we're supposed to master that more and more. But to see it, and if you're in an eighth grader, you're probably 12, 13, 14. That's fantastic to see it in you. And to be able to admit it is a huge kayach and a huge power. So recognize it's one of the major strengths. So You get confidence for calling in. Introspection that you're able to recognize when something is about you. You also have the ability to discern. That means to separate when something is the issue, when it's not. Like when I was asking, do you fidget? Do you other stuff? I was looking to find out if there's something else going on. You're able to say no to this. And yes to that means you're able to recognize and discern between them all. You're able to admit publicly You know, when you recognize what it is, you're also able to recognize the steps that you need to take. All these are natural leadership abilities, so you are a natural leader, Avi. Do you recognize that? Yeah. And because of that, we just got a text to Mr. Weinberger. I'm 12 years old and I can't concentrate in school. Your question already got another person to ask us about concentration and how you're helping people. So just by you being you on every level is helping other people, have them be aware.
3: I tell you, no, you just made me feel
0: really good. Well, thank you. And I want you to know the point was just to bring out the truth. I didn't add up anything, add in anything that isn't true. Do you agree with everything? Yeah. And what have Nissen, what do you say? You deserve it. And you deserve it. it. And you deserve it, Avi.
5: Thank you.
3: You're, You're
0: very welcome. Our pleasure. Have a great night. I
5: think
3: that's one of, that's one of your most uh, specialties. I've listened to your shows, and that's really, like, I, I've seen, like, the reactions of people.
0: Do you and think you would is, be the next? A lot of people, uh,
3: like, are happy, and, and you get them more and more uh, happy.
0: Thank you. Well, we'll uh, take her nice. of Nissen's question. I like the question. I, I go ahead.
2: The, you, you will be the next Moderna one day in the, in the That's radio, right, Avi. like you are very, very sharp and really good.
0: Yep, Harav Nissen picked me out. <laughs> he's the one that said, "Yep, yeah, we want you. We'll take you. So go ahead. It sounds like he's already got his eyes on you. See you, Avi. Good night. Thanks for calling. Uh,
3: Should I call back and uh, give you my...
0: my Please call back next week. I'd love to hear the feedback on how it's going. Yeah, how it went with your Rebbe with changing seats.
3: Okay.
0: Yep. We have
5: Thank you so much.
0: Yes, Yosef. You're on with Mordechai. Yeah,
5: hi. First of all, Mordechai, Mordechai
0: show me here oh, amen that's right you're referring to my brother's chasna coming up my youngest brother coming up Shem, this wednesday in two days from now
5: yes i am second of all, again like always i would like to thank you and i've missed him tremendously yeah yeah i wanted to ask you a question about the i recognized in my opinion in in the first caller, and I wanted to know if it's a valid point that so I was thinking in my mind. Go ahead. When you asked him if he, after he said he can't name miles, so then you gave him a number of miles to name. Like, you told him to so just name me 10. And he still said, I can't name you any, I don't have any. I wanted to know if it's a valid point. It popped up in my mind since I used to have the issue of being the kid that always need to act like he's a nebuch to get all the attention. Can it be partially... I have a feeling, since I used to be in that situation, can it be partially trying to convincing himself that he's a nebuch, but not necessarily...
0: I'll tell you, like I happened... I would like to sort of give, like, this little hagdama. I heard so much in that question, and I purposely didn't want to go into that, and I didn't want to say things on air, and so... There definitely could be that, but that's not. I heard something a lot more severe. And that's why I really wanted him to go to a therapist and take it from there for several months. I heard a lot more. Now, I could be wrong many times, but I happen not to think that. You know, when you do something all day, like Ravnissen could look at a construction site and say, okay, I see there's a lot of things going on over here. Since I do this all day, I think that could be an option, but I think there's a lot more severe stuff.
5: Uh, I just wanted enough of my own... uh...
0: So I would like okay. you to know, Yosef, even, even with what you're saying, I still don't, everyone likes a little attention, and sometimes we get it through a negative, including me, but some people are stuck in it, and I think there's a lot of things that this person was a little bit stuck in, and I think it'll take several months of therapy for him to be aware of everything that is going on. But you're, yeah. you're very attuned. That will definitely be one of the stuff out there. Being stuck, as I call it, in a victim status, I can change. That's the way it is. That's my reality. Is definitely one of the benefits of being there is people t- shine you, as they say in Yiddish. They pity you, and therefore they want to save you, and therefore they'll do things for you. And, they, and you can sit there and go, but nothing's working. I'm still in such pain. That is definitely yeah. something that happens, and that's wallowing <laughs> in pain, and misery likes commisery or something like that. The saying goes like, misery likes likes friends. You know, there's so much there. Yeah. Yeah, Yosef. Right on. Okay. Thank, Thank you, you for you your comment. I appreciate it so well. Yes.
5: And thanks a lot for everything you do. Your family should you nourish know, these for all the brothers for just letting their father alone like this.
0: uh, Amen, Rav said Amen, and I say Amen. Yes, it's a real zikoy, Yarabim, it's really helping out so many people to schos. I wake up so many times in the morning, and I just thank Hashem, and I really go, Hashem, what did I do to be zeichel? To have this chust, and I think that thousands of people get helped with information and like just making like this this pattern or this movement that people should be aware and betting you know and changing their lives. I wake up so many times dang Hashem, I don't know what I did that you're giving me such a chust, and I, I keep on doubting that Hashem should give it to me because just like that he can also take it away. So I appreciate every minute and every time that Hashem gives it to me.
5: Yeah fine you should if i was able to do something so i would i would probably appreciate
0: it too yosef you are doing it by the way every time you call in you are great thank you bye okay great okay yep you're welcome who do we have next mrs b mrs b you're on with mordechai yeah hi how are you baruch hashem amazing Good. Just I happen wanted to, be, to tell you. Yeah, yeah, I happen to be exceptionally amazing because my brother's wedding is coming up in two days, and I'm so excited. We had the oifr and families together. I always happen to say, you know, the Svardim, they do like the oifr like the Shabbos after, Shabbos Shever bruches. Shabbat right. Chatan. Shabbat Chatan. Yeah, so to, me, Shabbat chatan. <laughs> yeah, to me, it's like, wow, you're making this magnificent simch. Everyone comes together, the Chasnaz, the Aliyah, and you're missing the Kala there. You know, it was like there were so yeah. many speeches going on. I was thinking, Wow. But it was beautiful, and everyone with their minhagim and an Arminag, it was just magnificent, and it was just such a simcha, just so and happy. there's
9: nothing like weddings.
0: Nothing like happiness and weddings, and seeing, you know, you have a, a boy and a girl both be raised and put all their khechas together, and having them under the chuppah, saying now they are ready to build an entire generations from them, that they become the parents and the grandparents. We don't look, Yeah, you know, it is just such a schuss. Yeah, but then
9: you look at them and you say, they don't even know what life has ahead for them.
0: It happens to be. I, was, <laughs> I, I spoke two weeks ago. There was a cousin. I had another first cousin's relative so close, Zvika and Judy Zucker. They married off their daughter Esti to the most wonderful family, Lichtenstein, to Eli Lichtenstein, to his parents. So I sort of speak, and I said, I don't know how smart it was to ask a marital therapist to speak at Shabbat <laughs> You know what do you want me to say? Let me tell you. When you guys have this in this fight, like no, but at the end we, of all course right. we took a positive spin to everything, but it was just cute the concept. Are you sh- really sure you want me to speak over here? But all anyhow, Listen, let's go to you. Everyone
9: deserves bliss at one point,
0: exactly. And we are, and if we are zeicha, we're able to have that bliss for many, many, many years in our marriage, and for those that are really zeicha all the way through till the very end, till 120 together with beauty. And with happiness yes. and with the ups and the downs. Amen.
9: I Amen. Yes. I um, yes.
0: All right. Let's anyways, go ahead.
9: wanted to tell you how much I enjoy your show. I've been listening now for a couple of weeks, and I am hooked. Thank you. Um, you know, there's just so much awareness with myself, with how I deal with my kids, with, you know, understanding my kids better, with, you know, working on my needs not to have things so perfect sure which would alleviate
0: a lot of problems oh tell Um, me about it one of my big one of my big issues working on it. Is it it
9: everyone's big issue i think so it sounds like
0: yes i have like two three main diagnoses that whoever walks through the door has it and i deal with mostly like i should say almost completely with the regular normal people so i've decided like just from my little population which is not really that statistically correct to do when statistics, but I find perfectionists is like the number one Jewish diagnosis, and second one is codependence, where we try to help others, we feel for others way too much, where we live through others' lives. But perfectionist, I still find is the number one cause for almost all disorders, and for those that have disorders, and those that don't have disorders, which is the healthy people, quote unquote, it still saps our enjoyment out of life. Mm-hmm. Well,
9: that's that was that is my question. Yes, um, you know. I was once married with, you know, everyone thinking world life was just going to be bliss.
0: That's right.
9: And, you know, you have one kid, you have two kids, you have one issue, you have two issues, and life gets busy. That's right. You know, with raising a family, with working, with having everything done, with running with this one to here, with this one to that doctor's, and taking care of... Yes. You know, all sorts of things with very little time. How does one stay just focused on the moment and live in the moment and enjoy it without running to the next, without... You know, trying to tackle, you know, all the other six things that got to get done before four o'clock. And then
0: I so appreciate you asking that question, because in this one, I would say, with this issue, I am stuck with you at the same level. I've self- I know, But then I
9: look at people like you and I say, how do they do so much? And not just you, there's so many people. I say, how do they do so much? Well, how? And they're always well, calling and they ask seem me. happy.
0: Hold on, you just made an assumption. I love breaking that assumption <laughs> on live radio. Everyone's listening on jaredradio.com and on the phone lines on Yeshiva World and Lakewood Scoop and on my phone line. Who said I'm really living? Do you know what was my New Year's resolution this Rosh Hashanah? That this year I'm going to slow down my projects and I want to live. And live means not just always go from f- from fire, from emergency to emergency. I want to live. I want to spend more time mm-hmm. with my family. I want to spend more time with myself. One of my main commitments that I've done this year, and that was my grandfather was Nifter, and I made a commitment not to bleed and not to miss one minion to feel a bit cyber. And do you know how many times I rationalize that if I speak to this person a little bit longer on the phone? And I even got heterim from Rav, told me it's a mitzvah to speak if I miss Minyan because I'm helping a yid and all that. But then when I clarified with the Rav, the Rav says, "No, no, you also have to balance it." Like you know, what I'm saying I worked a lot with rabbanim. If I got heterim, my goal is that I need to also be a human being. It means I need to make tefillah, but And that was a goal that Bar Hashem, it's it's doing unbelievable. So mm-hmm. I constantly need to battle. I constantly get messages. I was just attacked about two weeks ago. Someone sent me an email. They want to meet me, a beautiful organization. They want to spend time with me. And I said, the Mm -hmm. only way I could do it is if you drive me out to Lakewood to my house because whatever was going on during that week, and they sort of responded Mm -hmm. very nasty. Oh, you became such a busy person that you don't have time for this wonderful organization? And they're really right. If people would think I do have time or I do have time, that might be so, but I can't do everything. So if they drive me out to my house, at least I need to be home for my family. Some balance. And whenever I try to set that boundary, I get attacked and I'm I don't want to call myself a very sensitive because people take it the wrong way, but I'm an emotional person. That message did hurt me a little. But I get that all, right. all the time. And I need to say, but I know that I need to do mine. I am feeling safe and I'm feeling right with my family and feeling right with me and feeling right, right with the rabbi Ishlaila. Maybe I will get punished for that. But I assume not. And I do discuss it with Rabbanam. I do discuss it. I even go for therapy myself. That balance is very important to me. Mm-hmm. this matzah shabbos just for an example i we finished shabbos it's my brother i'm like the oldest in the family and i had to leave literally 20 minutes after this man because it was a family thing oh, to be honest with you my son plays basketball we missed it two weeks ago and as being a father figure i need to balance so many roles and my family really understood my brother my mother my sister They all and so they said go ahead be that balance but some people don't mm-hmm. get the balance some people are trying to pull me all over The way we need to do it is to master it, to to always reevaluate. What are my needs? What are my family needs? What are my obligations? And then once you recognize it and people have an issue, discuss it with them. My family, my mother, my brother, my sister are the most amazing people out there. They're giving me the space to be able to juggle all my different roles. Mm -hmm. Sure. So now I would ask you, since you've got so many roles, what are you juggling?
9: I think what most mothers are juggling the family, working, different kids with different issues. Now, let let me help you out.
0: Now, take out. Do you have a piece of paper in front of you? Yes. Good. Make on line number one, let's put an order of importance. Goes me. Say that again. Me? Me. I. I need to exist first. You need to wake up in the morning saying, what do I need for me to be me? It could be just a five-minute walk around the block alone. It could be, It's that's the concept of sort of self-care. Who am I? If you can put five minutes for yourself in your day, you will see a huge change. There must be a me in the, involved. Like,
9: I find if I do that, I can't get out of it. Like, five is too...
0: Well, that means you neglect. yourself. Five doesn't yourself. give me the energy that I need. That means, first of all, you might have been neglecting yourself for years. That now you're so hungry that you can't just take a little bite and be full. Well, that could be. Right. So then first start, how long do you need? Do you need an hour? You might need two hours a week then instead of five minutes a day. Create the space. You might even need now an entire day to yourself. Right. Go ahead. Let's start with there. How much time do you need?
9: Uh, You know, a good two hours, you know, straight that, you know,
0: for sure the week okay can you do that fine it's now monday evening what can you do can you find two hours straight where there's no phones take it off the hook shut off your cell phones just you yourself two hours that's not a lot come on i create so oh, much but, i've but got a I really lot of need my a plate. vacation
9: but for start <laughs> i've
0: got a lot of my plate i did yesterday about four hours for myself i shut off mm-hmm yeah, believe it or not, from 7 uh, o'clock I was in bed, and I said, that's what? it, My, I was just in bed from, from 7 till probably about, I, I had like several messages and phone lines, everything, everything was on hold yesterday for about 3 hours. Beautiful. <laughs> and that's
9: enough to just take you over and give you that boost to like wake well, how up do the next morning and feel like, oh gosh, I have to deal with all this all over again? Let,
0: let's stop a second, how do I sell now? You always sound good. Oh and no, not, time, always. Than... Time, not always. Sometimes better. Most the times, not always. That's right. That's right. When I take care of myself, it's that way. Now again, it's not just taking care of myself. We're going to go now. The next thing you need to put in is husband responsibility to husband. There's really hey. another concept that I always debate where to put in, and really right on top of you, put in Rabbi Nishalayim. That's also a problem. No, no, we'll deal with that in first. Put in Rabbi Nishalayim. Put up ahead of you, Rabbi Nishalayim, because I'm a big believer. Rachnius comes first. Right. But it, it gets... I, I, you know, I try, but like... <laughs> no, stop, 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 stop. Let's think a second. Rabbi Nishleim doesn't have to be conventional. Where you, Rabbi Nishleim could be you're baking challahs and making gebracha, hafrashas challah, and you might love baking, and you're doing a mitzvah that way. Rabbi Nishleim, stop thinking in classical terms of only this way are you doing for the Rabbi Nishleim. Let's stop thinking so limiting. The Rebbeinu gave us six hundred and thirteen mitzvahs. The Gemara says, "Lefichach herbolam mm-hmm. toiro mitzvahs." The Rebbeinu actually, it goes, starts. Let's start a, a step back. Reb Chanan Yevanek Hasho'elim <laughs> rotsa Kadosh Baruch Hu The Rebbeinu wanted to be mezaka klal Yisrael, lefichach. So zaka means he wanted to give us so many opportunities to be successful, to, be, to do mitzvahs. L'fichach, therefore, herebolehem, toirol mitzvahs, therefore the has been marbed, gave us so many opportunities to do different mitzvahs. Let's recognize the 613 mitzvahs are 613 ways for us that the Rebbein is giving us an opportunity to get closer to him and to enjoy our life. Let's stop thinking of, the, of doing the right for the Rebbein in one or two or three mitzvahs. We have 613 mitzvahs. Now, what do mm-hmm. you enjoy doing? And let's see if there's a mitzvah that goes with that, that you can say, wow, I'm enjoying it. And the rabbi Sholem gives me schar for that. I'm connecting to him. The answer is yes. Mm-hmm. Can you think for a second of a mitzvah that you love doing that gives you energy? For example, I love chesed. I made a parnasa out of doing chesed. Can you imagine All that right. not only do I get paid on this world, but I even get paid in that world? Wow. That's like the dream job. All right. All right.
9: Uh, You know, I I would have to think about that
0: one. Yeah, but recognize that we need to have rochnius in it. The only reason why I debate if it's always ahead of us, because sometimes if we don't realize, if we don't put ourselves in it, if we don't evaluate the mitzvah that we're doing, sometimes we might do mitzvahs because others are telling us it's right for us, and we're not really realizing if that's for us. And sometimes you need to do a certain mitzvah, not need to. Sometimes the mitzvahs, it gets very complicated. But after the, 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 let's put Rebenshlam first, then you? You're talking about aside from... Making time to daven? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, I'm going to say something a little bit controversial. Sometimes when we daven today, we forgot to have the Rav in mind. How many times right. can I think I went through, I just daven Mincha, and my mind was from Ashrei till the last Kaddish, and I didn't think about anything. There's a huge <laughs> machalikas for showing them Rambam and Ramban, if davening, what is the mitzvah of davening? And I'm pretty sure it's the Rambam that says you just have to have Kavana talk to Hashem in your heart. You're to the de of davening. It's not. That's why you mm-hmm. can say it in various languages. It's not the mm-hmm. Hebrew words. It's about our heart connecting to Hashem. How many of us? And I know I'm I'm wrong in this. So, Harav what do you want to say? I think that uh, many times you find yourself. Um, have to say
2: kata gomel after uh, yes, Nice. You know. Exactly. We flew all, over, flew the all world. over the world. Uh, I would say that I really recommend it. Even, you know, nobody we don't. A book. It's called Garden of Gratitude. Ah. Uh, I started reading it once. Uh, once. So try but it to. Was, it,
9: it was amazing. Uh,
2: yes. Okay. So this is. A, uh, try to follow. You know, uh, Gerrit Ramban said every time that you take the book, try to apply it upon yourself. And that's what I'm trying to do. Every time I learn something new and I found it is good for my own and my uh, soul, I'm trying to apply it on myself. So, this is one thing that I would say the Garden of Gratitude is really excellent. And we got a huge, huge feedback from all different people. And I'm thinking this, this was all in, in this radio station. We have not only Jewish people listen to us, we have all the rainbow. And from the colors to different religions, and we have feedback from Muslim people and the Christian people. It's amazing. Mm-hmm. That's why we, when we said that, when we're doing our spiritual and trying to fulfill ourselves, this is the best thing that happened to us. And I think that uh, Garden of Gratitude is one of the books that beautiful created a lot of influence on me.
0: So let's mm-hmm. just, So let's take it back to you. Mm-hmm. We need to recognize it has to be a rabbi has to be taking care of yourself. Next role is to your husband, then comes to children, then comes to your parents, siblings, and to whatever else. But if you're putting your kids ahead of everything, you're putting your husband ahead of everything, ahead of those two, it's not going to be balanced, and you're going to find yourself burnt out.
9: All right. I know. I'm saying my kids take a lot out of me.
0: They're supposed Each to. Each in their own way. They're supposed to. But the question is if it's balanced with taking care of yourself as well. I really have to thank Hashem. I've got the most amazing wife out there, which lets me balance that. And the most amazing kids that they're able to balance. I, earlier today before I went the program, they said, Tatya are you coming home? Like, oh, you're not coming mm. home. We miss you. But they're able to, you know, for them to be up all and right. all that. I've got the most amazing family. Mm. But I also try to balance it in other ways as well as taking care of myself. There's so much to be thankful about. But let me tell you, at times you're going to need to say no to different tasks. And whenever you say no, you will become from the greatest guy to the worst guy out there. So many people go, wow, you're such a sadic. Yeah, yeah. Just wait till I tell you once no. And I go from the sadic to this money hungry guy that's only busy about himself. It's so, it's so interesting, human nature, that as long as they get, when we get, we're saying thank you. The minute we get a no, we take it so personal. All right. Yeah, a, you know it's hard to say no. Well, that's part of the world. That's part. That's why I got an entire program helping people out. How to say no with love. So All recognize. Right. I guess that there's an art to it. There's an art, and yes. Yeah, so I could even recommend to you. Uh, don't remember now. We don't have the numbers now offhand over here. i got to print it out. But in my phone oh. line or online, mm-hmm. we have it on my website where you can download or listen to them. Or on my phone line, which is 718-298-2011, mm-hmm. in Section 1, there's a program. I don't remember which one. It's in the 30s about the beauty of saying no. Or you could look it up online on winterformula.com. On my website, you could download it or listen to it there. It will at least tell you which program number it is. Mm-hmm. But you got to learn how to have the balance. We cannot say yes to everything, or we'll, in the essence, be saying no to everything at the end. Once we're burnt out, we can't do All right. anything. All
9: right. All right? All right. I hear. Okay. Thank you so much. And just to that caller who was talking about her kid with, you know, feeling guilty and stuff. Yes. You know, I have a son also who we've pushed off for many, many years with his issues, and eventually he ended up going on medicine, and he's a different kid today. Yes. And sometimes i think i feel guilty for all those years that he missed out yes but at the end of the day you know i say I was a first time mother. Yes. you know i was trying to push it off and do other things and you know he got his chance when he did and he's doing amazing now and
0: that's right every, you know, every one of us to has to be that. able to forgive that's right every single one of us has that. i've got a huge list of regrets let's remember that hindsight is 2020 that's what it means once you're right. ahead, you could look back, of course I should have done that, but the Rebunch line purposely does not let us see the future. All right. And every person that has ever been in a position of authority, after they learn the lesson, they go, oh, I wish I could have mastered it earlier. That is a normal survivor's guilt. Right. Yes. Right,
9: but I say as long as I learn for the future and we're tackling the next kid at a younger age. Yeah. You know, we've, we've been there, done that.
0: Yeah. Well, listen how you're, yeah. listen how you're um, triggering some people's questions. We just got a question over here. When kids are in school and we are home, isn't that time with ourselves? But I still feel but burnt what out. what if we work and we have to do... Lots of other things. Exactly. In that time. Exactly. No, that's not called time for yourself. Time for yourself is not when you're doing laundry, not when no, you're baking, not when go you're to going the to the grocery. We go to the gym every day
9: for an hour. We don't do those things. That's right. You're
0: not taking care of yourself, or just having time out of no nothing. You're busy. And you're busy then taking care of other roles. Then you'll be talking to your family, your parents, your siblings, your that, and you're busy trying to manage other not roles. Even. <laughs> that's right. Or just family. Yep. We All need right. quiet time if you're that nature. It needs time alone. Right. Yes. Thank well, you. I become
9: that nature because that's the only time I have to myself. So that's
0: right. Excellent. You know? Appreciate the awareness that you're creating right. from your question. and siyata Thank you so much. You're very welcome. Take care. Bye-bye.
9: Bye
2: bye.
0: Mrs. R, you're on there with Mordechai and Nisim. Mrs. R, R R R. Yes. Hi. Um, I
6: have a question. Go ahead. Um. So I have like a lot. I have like a lot of responsibility at home. Well, I'm not siblings, hearing you clearly.
0: Say it again. You have a lot of responsibility at home. You said.
6: A lot of, yeah, a lot of responsibilities at home. And I said, to I'm doing great with at home and social life. But the thing was, it's getting very, it was getting very painful to like to upkeep like like schoolwork and like I need suppers every night. Like sometimes, I mother couldn't make it, so I would make it and. Also, like, being with my younger sisters who, like, always, like, look up to me and, and, like, I got very painful, so, like, I just, sometimes, like, I felt like it's better to just, like, not care and then you won't end up having, Then I felt bad, like, something, sometimes I couldn't do something, so I just, like, so sometimes, like, I didn't, like, if I didn't do something, I felt like, I was, like, like I would, like, look back at the day and I would now feel very regretful over something, I got, like, very, like, into it, and then I would feel very bad, so, because I cared a lot about it. So I would just, like, not... Sometimes I felt like it would be better to not care about it. And then you won't have to feel so bad. Because so if you don't care about something, you won't feel so bad. And then it will help you move on. But then every single day, like, just if like, you don't care about something, then I started not caring about certain things. And then, like, because... Okay, you've we'll to, just
0: okay. answered the own, my own you've just answered the question I was going to ask you. Let's understand your concept, let's understand your problem and then let's understand the tool you've used and let's help you recognize that every tool has a positive has a negative. So let's make the assumption okay. that there is a dial that goes up from 1 to 10, 10 is feeling the most, 0 the least. All right? So what's happening okay. is your family yeah. for whatever reason your mother's got certain issues or it's a large family that your mother needs your help to help out at home. And this mm-hmm. being that you're helping out at home is taking up your time. That you're not able to be as successful doing schoolwork or hanging around with friends and doing what other girls your age are doing, correct?
6: So wait, can I just clarify something? Sure. I mean, I thought I had friends and and balanced both, but it's it was like I don't know. It was I was fine. I was fine but both. I really enjoyed also being always with my family and like I didn't mind. Like I didn't like take away from my fam- from my friends.
0: Oh, so didn't it take away your like, friends. It just took away from your schoolwork
6: it took away but it didn't like it didn't matter so if it didn't matter then let's n- stop then hold come. on
0: you've already done the doesn't matter that's part of your solution tool let's not go there let's first recognize you do want to do more schoolwork. you do want to have more time with your friends but your family needs you before we're going to go to the doesn't matter bit after first let's recognize the two opposites that you're having do you recognize that Yeah. Don't do yet. It doesn't matter. Now, since you want to be with your friends and you want to help your family, you've identified that it's more important to you and it might be a bigger mitzvah for you to help your family than to be with friends. So what you've done is you've rationalized in your brain saying, it doesn't really matter if I'm not two hours with my friends at night, just a half hour, that's enough. Right. Yeah. Uh Now, if you do that on a healthy level... But you can spend time with your friends other ways. Then your brain learns that we don't always get everything that we need at this time, but we can have it at other times. Which means, take me for an example, many Mm -hmm. times in my life that I do things that I don't feel that energized. But because I have that one or two places a week that I enjoy my hobbies, it gives me energy throughout the entire week. Which means we need to be adults. We can't have and enjoy every single second of every single day that we do. That's called responsibility. That's adulthood. However, those people that view adulthood as there's no pleasures, there's no enjoyment, those people are almost like the tools that you've been doing, saying it doesn't matter to me. It's not that important. What we're doing is we are denying what's important to us.
5: I
6: wanted to enjoy it, but then it was getting too hard. That's right. So what you did is... That's
0: right. So the dial of importance from a 10, you lower down to a 1 or 2. But what you did is you you lower the entire spark of life. Now you're going to find everything in your life is starting to be dull. You're not enjoying the food. That's true. Yeah. Doesn't that make sense? So
6: how
0: do you, like, go up? Ah, so now we let it go by going a different path. It is extremely important to you and enjoyable to you and needing this to you to do well in school and to talk to your friends. Now, you also extremely important to you to help out your mother and to help out your family. Now, I would ask you differently. What is a way or an idea that you can do both? Maybe one night you'll arrange with your mother that you won't do any supper and you'll be studying or that night or Wednesday night, let's say before Thursday, which might have tests th- Wednesday you don't do suppers Wednesdays, you don't help in the house and you spend your time with your friends and you study, but you might do Sunday, Monday, mm-hmm. Tuesday, do that, or Thursday you'll be extra time or Friday. it's about working out, recognizing these two things are important to me. I don't need to so, sacrifice one I need to learn how to balance okay. both what are you
6: doing now like people don't even like. Because you put yourself out of it, you didn't put yourself
0: into it all the whole time, and people don't really trust you anymore. Listen, uh, just to go take your question a second. What do you think this comment means? I'm just curious. About three uh, weeks. I think so. No, hold on, just one second. Let me just let's just go off topic a second. This person left a message now saying I had cousins come to America two weeks ago to my cousins, and they came all the way from Erzsébet and from England. And I mentioned their name. So someone's sending now a message about 87 seconds ago. Hi, let me tell you something. If you stopped calling out ladies' names for modesty, maybe you shouldn't either call out your relatives who came in for the yeah. wedding, like welcome Yafi and Esti to the U.S. of A. Thank you and good luck on your show. What do you say?
2: I, I, I really don't trap it. I don't understand what the Oh, so I have
0: cousins that came, and I said welcome all the cousins that came, including my first cousin's names, the first name. Wow.
2: <laughs> yeah, I just uh, want to get. I,
0: I, I, w- f- I would, uh, I wouldn't
2: uh, comment on this. That's right. I just <laughs> I wanted to create.
0: I just wanted to create the awareness for people listening that, yes, for from kite we've started causing the people that are calling in. But you know something, I just wanted to create the awareness. Cannot, the, we
2: cannot satisfy everybody. You know? that's, that's, that's right. That's, that's right. Like,
0: I just wanted to create the awareness that people would see sometimes the messages that we get. <laughs> yeah okay now back to you i'm sorry go ahead so are you getting the concept what i'm sharing yeah i'm here (laughs) good Mm -hmm. so what's the concept that we're getting i have to i
6: don't know i have to like care about things more i don't
0: know no to care about both and work it out all right what part is hard
6: I don't know. One time, like, you stop, like it's kind of hard. You know what to do, but it's just to care like, like, you could care but, like, how do you, like, bring it out? I don't know.
0: All right. I so think- we're going to take another question. Sounds to me there's a lot more to your question about balancing and about learning to balance and... It's all right. We're just getting the ideas. Let the ideas start sinking in it. There's a way to have both your excitement interested and balancing responsibility. And that's when you, the beauty of life, that when life's going to be full of responsibilities, we want to be able to balance it. That's the goal, to find both. Thank you for your caller. And okay. keep on doing the beautiful mitzvah of helping out your family. Harvnissen, who's you. next? This Mrs. S., you're on with Mordechai.
10: Hi, good evening.
0: What a wonderful evening to you, too.
10: Um, I am the girl that called last week, and I was listening to a question of this mother who is having a difficult time forgiving. Yes. And I heard her getting off the line so upset as if she didn't get the answer to her question.
0: Oh, certainly. Would you like to help out?
10: Sort of, yeah, because I hear her pain, and I am a mother of kids, and I know it's very difficult to watch a kid suffer and being unable to help him. And the easiest way out there is to go on and... Stop blaming. And listen to me, Mother. I could have blamed the entire world for what I have been going through. People have ruined more than 10 years of my life. And if I want to, I can just blame. But I chose to build. And I built myself from it.
0: How? Can you give her tools? Give her tools how? She's hurt at that principal at that school. They ruined her child's life. Or the pain that he went through. At the end, they had to change schools. What tools can you give her?
10: If you're an Orthodox Jewish woman, there is a Kurdish Baruch up there, and there's that much you could do for your son. If it was shared for him to go through the humiliation that he has been going through, there was nothing, absolutely nothing you could have done to help him. You have tried, you have done everything you could. This rapper was a shaliach, so was the principle, and start believing in that. And once Excellent. you believe in it, your life will just become... Easier
0: on you. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate the comment. Great.
10: Because that helped me. No one. No one in the world could have done anything to me if Hashem wouldn't let them. Excellent. And what I usually
0: and what I usually add on to that with my clients is I help them and what lesson did we learn from there?
10: From what? I did not understand it. Yeah.
0: Um, what What did you learn? What What message did you learn from that? That there
10: is that there is a sham out there, and there is we're not we're not doing anything by ourselves. There's okay.
0: Nothing. So you're saying you're doing taking a different component, and I even put on the second component. Your component is it's all from Hashem. So let go. That's what Hashem wanted. And, and
10: by I being angry on that principle, you gain up. Absolutely nothing. But That's right, and
0: you're not letting go of saying that Hashem is running it His way. Now, That's I add on a one. second component.
10: Her, she's not gaining anything. For God's yes. sake, she's full of pain. Let go. Yes. The principal, the principal doesn't eat less supper because you're in pain. The
0: I got you. The principal
10: gets up in the morning, and he goes on with life. He doesn't care whether you're angry at him, mad at him, happy at him. He absolutely doesn't even know that. And you're suffering. Stop.
0: Beautiful. What do you
10: have from it? Nothing.
0: Yes, excellent. excellent. And what I would like no. to tell you is what I would like to tell you is that there's an interesting saying that they say, When we are angry, what happens is it's as if we are taking poison on ourselves, eating poison, hoping the other person will die. When we're angry at others, it's it's about when we're angry at others, it's like we're taking poison. And we eat ourselves up. That is what anger is about. And we need to learn how to let go because, as you said, it doesn't affect the other person. It just affects ourselves. Thank you for your comment. Appreciate it. We're just going to read a question from the Lakewood Scoop. I get very annoyed when someone talks to me while... I get very annoyed when someone talks to me while they're on the phone with someone else. Even if that person was put on hold, it bothers me. For example, if my wife's on the phone and she she still tells me something, I can't concentrate on what she's saying while she has the phone to her ear. In the same sense, if we talk on the phone, I get annoyed if she talks to kids at the same time. And what this concept is, what your question is, or comment is, that something bothers you tremendously when you need the attention. and You don't like when they talk from one person to the next. You need something going on. You need the direct attention. And you have a right if you can do that for yourself. Which means you'll be able to say, when I speak to you, please, I need to do without the phone. If you can be assertive enough to say that. And it's her choice if she speaks to you on the phone how to deal with it. That you won't respond. But you have a right to set up the way that you would like to speak. And your speaking rules. Thank you for that message. I, I want to tell us that uh, many,
2: many stores or many businesses just said if uh, if you speak on the, during the, uh, the phone, we're not accepting you uh, serving, you know. That's right. We it's won't a, serve so you so so until so you amazing. hang up. That's yeah.
0: very true. So Yes, yeah. to understand you're very right and you're normal. I find it too. I, I When I used to have a cell phone, I tried not to be on lines for anything for banks or tellers. When you're talking to someone, it's… We've become a rude generation that way, almost a level where we don't even see there's anything wrong with it. Harv who's next? Mrs. L. You're on with Mordechai. And Nissen. Okay, so first of all, a great big shkoyif
11: and this insight that I gained from your wonderful line. It's a real, real chesed and a real chesed. Thank you. Um, my question is basically, how, you can, re- how can you re- relax, relax your mind from thinking several things at a time and analyzing it from every angle? It's hard for me to just shut my mind, and I almost ever never trust other people because I always see other detail that they missed, or something that's controversial, like in a different area. There's always something like a but. I never close a subject. I always think I'm never like calm that with the subject finished.
0: So let's divide your question into three, four components. Number one. I have a nature that I hear you ask. I have a nature that I see various variables that most people don't see. So how can I trust people? How can I get advice from someone when they don't see half as much as I see?
11: That's
0: correct. So I almost never
11: say, I am almost never decided on one thing like this is it black or white.
0: Now, question number two, how do I make a decision when I see so many variables and they're all so many different points are right? So how do you ever make a decision? That's it, yes. That's number, question number two. Question number three is, I can't shut down my mind. It keeps on working on overtime even when it's time to take a break. That's right. And not
11: only that, I can think many, many things at once. So basically what happens when, I, when, when, when someone discusses one subject, like something else flies into my mind that has to do with the subject.
0: Yep. And your mind can fly away. So I call that, I call that almost like my machla. And that's why I've already self-diagnosed myself as ADD. That my mind is all over. I happen to think I see so many more ideas than most people see. I hear so much more. I've got goals that I've got. And my mind flies all over. What I've learned to do to ground myself, which is one of the main tools that you do for ADD, is you write down and you pick your tasks. You pick your goals for today. And since I usually have about... 20 goals a day I usually can do maybe 10 I know I'll always have 10 left over oh same here yes but I still keep it written down all 10 that I accomplished with the line through it otherwise I'll feel what did I accomplish so today I've accomplished so much and I happen to have forgotten to write it down I should say differently I wrote it down on the paper but not on like the electronically that I have on my computer and I look And I go, oh, did I accomplish anything? And then I saw the whole list of papers. I quickly put it in the computer. I go, wow, look how much I did accomplish. So I see what I didn't, but I still see what I did. Now let's take this aside and apply it to everywhere in your life that you've mentioned. You have so many ideas that you see. That's true. But write down the goals that you're going to focus on.
11: That's not really my issue. I mean, I, I, I do gain a lot from making myself like a schedule or a, a, scheduler, a weekly, weekly schedule. My problem is basically that my mind doesn't shut even if I don't do anything. Yeah. I just lie in bed. My mind is always busy, and I think several things at a time. And I always have this, like, I always see different angles when someone talks about
0: uh, now, now let's, at any subject. Can we go to a little bit of the negative see. side of that? Can we go to the negative Yeah. How much do you control? (laughs) How much in your heart is really a controller, a real perfectionist? Come on, let's be honest. Exactly. Exactly. I was wondering how honest we'll be. And how much of you really feels that when things don't go our way, boy, do we control and it bothers us? Yeah, but I'm working on that. I know you're working on it, but until it's not worked on, you're going to be having these difficulties at night. So at night is going to be your scale as to how successful you're working on it. Going to sleep is the letting go.
11: Okay, so what are you trying to say?
0: What I'm trying to say is it's wonderful that you're working on it. but looks like you got to work on it a little bit harder or get some more tools. So
11: that's my question. We we're, we're like have this letting go of certain tasks help me and in, 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 in you tell me
0: if- you answer that question. How does letting go of certain tasks help you?
11: because my question wasn't about
0: perfectionism i know it wasn't but we heard it right away <laughs> you, i don't
11: see the connection totally so let me help you out first make an assumption many,
0: like, help me out let's take a guess let's make an assumption i'm giving you the answer i'm telling you one plus one is two now you'll help me figure it out. i'm telling you your perfectionist it has to do with you at night with all those thoughts out there can you link the two together Let's see if you can figure it out. I'm actually confident that you could. That's why I'm leaving it up to you. Um. Let me help you out then. When our mind, when we go to sleep, our mind needs to sort of do a quick scan of the day and say, okay, I've done what I can do. I have been successful at what I've been successful at. I have not been what I have not been. Tomorrow's another day. Perfection, And then we can close the file and the brain goes, now I'll go to sleep. Perfectionists can't let go. What do you mean there are tasks that I didn't complete? I got to complete it. And we got to think about how I could have done it even better. What I did complete. And your brain is still working instead of going sleeping. That's how perfectionists affect. And because we're perfectionists and the brain needs to do it better, it's never at ease with what we do. It has a difficult time letting go. And who that makes like- a
11: lot of sense, but that wasn't exactly my question.
0: Oh, so what was your question again?
11: How, how I can, like, most of the people, when they hear, when they hear something like a fairy... Um, They have their opinion on it. Either it's like they're they're positive about it or negative about it. I'll always be in the gray area.
0: So do you notice now what has happened? You've asked and I've I've helped you identify four questions in your one question. When I address two, you're going to the one that I didn't address yet. We're not going to answer that one. You're going to go to the fourth one that I didn't address yet. Do you see what you do to yourself? You're doing that to me. But since I am a formal perfectionist, still perfectionist in recovery, I'm able to identify it and laugh at it. Say that again.
11: You realize that trait.
0: Of course. In myself. And I'm noticing how you're doing it to yourself and even trying to do it on me in the past. It might have gotten me nervous. But because I'm in recovery, (laughs) I'm just so relaxed looking as to never how you beat yourself up. And do you recognize that that's the classical perfectionist, that whatever you do, you're just beating yourself up? I've answered two of your questions, identified so much why you can't fall asleep, and now you're going, but why am I always gray area, instead of saying, ah... I understand now two out of four questions that I had. It's but the gray area, I don't understand it, and I could address that as well. But then your mind is going to tell you, so Mr. Weinberg only identified four out of ten questions that he really heard, because I really heard about your entire life story in that question, honestly. I can tell you your childhood. I can tell you your parents just from that one question. Oh, really? Sure. Would you like me to give Uh, it a shot? uh, uh,
11: Well... (laughs)
0: Go ahead. Chances are you're number one or two in your family? Not
11: exactly, but... Maybe um, second
0: set? Was there a gap between you and the older one, the ones on top of you?
11: Not either, but I'm the first daughter, so maybe it makes
0: a difference. Thank too. you. Yes, it does. Do you have the responsibilities of all the daughter roles? Oh, yeah. Thank you. So let's do it. Thank you for clarifying that. There was there was to me no doubt the way you're speaking. You're speaking like an oldest child or the responsibility of an oldest child. One or both your parents are perfectionists, probably your mother, which always did things better and better. And you even wanted to impress her and do it even better for her. How accurate is that so far?
11: I can see
0: that. Yep. And now let's take it further. In your childhood, you were always so good in school, but you knew you could have done better, but you were never the top three. You're probably number five, best in your class from five to ten. From the number five to ten, not the top five. Mm, I don't know.
11: That which, I don't know.
0: Which number were you? Where would you place yourself? Well, in
11: some areas, very good. In some areas, I was...
0: Not my question. Overall general, which number were you in the class? Of a class of 25, where were you numbered?
11: Do you usually generalize people like by, by, by one number. Oh, in don't all
0: perfectionate areas? me! Don't turn me into that rabbit. <laughs> I'm coming from there. <laughs> just answer the question. Let's not, you know, let's not turn the therapy onto me. This is one of the things that gets me
11: bothered. I know the perfectionist. Just, just try it, it. Just
0: try. Just answer the question. Let's be. Question. Let's be a little bit playful. If you would have to generalize yourself, which number would you place yourself in? On the scale from 1 to 100? No, from the 25 girls in your class, you're growing up. Which number were you? Uh, close to 20 or 20. You're in the lower number? You're the last five?
11: Oh, that, okay. I thought 20 was going better, like being better.
0: Okay. Right. So, exactly what I said. So, if there are 25 girls in the class, you're like from the 20 to. You're in the top five or right after the top five? Uh,
11: basically, from the top five.
0: Yeah, would you put yourself like the batter part of the top five?
11: Oh, I don't know. <laughs> it's right.
0: too complicated. Okay. <laughs> Anyhow, by the way, we're getting a lot of feedback from messages. Let me just tell you what people are suggesting I tell you, which I was going to do. Number one, how to calm down your thoughts is to write it down, which is definitely true. Another one is to teach you mindfulness, which that's complicated to say, but yes, those are all very true, and it calms your mind. Um, what else do we have over here? There's so much to do, but I would want to focus on that after you recognize that you are suffering from perfectionist. It's
11: not. It's not obsessive thinking.
0: Yeah, the obsessive, obsessive thinking obsessive is, is you saying is, uh, OCD. Absolutely not. No, mm-hmm. that's not. Nowhere close. Absolutely not. I wouldn't let you get away with that diagnosis. <laughs> nope. In fact, I'd only diagnose you. Unfortunately, a healthy, successful person. That's a perfectionist, a high achiever, and you need to be taught how to balance the brain as well. So all high overachievers need to learn to slow down. If not, we burn out. If not, our brain thinks over things too much. We get overwhelmed. You might even be anxious at times and you will not be able to diagnose yourself anxiety. If I was your therapist, I would not let you get away with that. I would keep you in a healthy perfectionist mode and teach you that you got to take lessons on rules how to start breaking the perfectionist pattern and the trauma and the difficulties that perfectionists will cause you that while you're the happiest day of your life you'll still you will still beat yourself you'll still beat yourself up reminiscent <laughs> get in on this please help me out
2: you know just again uh so many things because we're dealing today uh in, uh, in per- perfect people we write you know the unfortunately we see that we are, looking, we are looking to be perfect, and everything is like trying to be, I'm perfect, I'm perfect, and it's, it's not working like this. It's not working. We have to work so hard to feel that we are human. We are human, and we can, you know, just try to feel yourself, go to bed. Again, it's very easy to say, but I think that the, the good uh, trick is to, to write uh, your feeling on the paper besides saying mm-hmm. the uh, what do you call it the uh, it's a very big school. yeah yeah
0: excellent okay. thank you so you're we were very welcome up to number 2 i think say that again were we up to number 2 or, or we we we're doing great we've gotten the concept out there perfectionist i've got like several programs about making mistakes letting go Um, you got a whole bunch of those over there. Listen to a couple of programs that I got, and they're like hour-long lectures with 10 points, how to get out of it, with Makairis and the Gemaris, and throughout the Roshanam, getting the points. So you got a good couple of programs to listen to. Mm -hmm. Okay, thank you very much. you You too. We have have a young boy with his
2: father.
0: Young boy with his father on the phone. Hello, Mr. Young Boy.
2: Hello?
0: Yep.
3: Yeah, um, I wanted to ask you that. I have a very hard time like, um, like, not making trouble. I have like, I make a lot of trouble in cl- like I miss trouble in class, and I have a very hard time concentrating.
0: Yep. And what does your father say? Is your father in the background? Yeah. Good. What does your father say about this? Yes, I don't do you have it at home too? I don't think that we have a um, no. It's only in school. Ah. Oh. Well, how do they? How? How do you behave in the house, or so what do your parents do that, you're, that you behave at home?
3: Um, I'm well-behaved. What do you do? Um, I'm like, um, ah, I, think I'm, I think I'm well-behaved. Why? Because um, I, just, I, just, I just act like it.
0: Why? <laughs> <laughs> you sound like a smart kid. What is the difference between yeshiva and at home?
3: Um like there's less concentration going on, like like sometimes you know I was in the fight, of experience. My siblings like I was get, I get upset.
0: So you do get upset sometimes in the house?
3: Yeah, yeah, was like an anger problem sort of.
0: So do you have it in the house as well as in yeshiva?
3: Yeah, so so now I have to have more of them but saying, well, in yeshiva. I don't really have the anger problem, so
0: Okay, so let's get this straight. In yeshiva, where you're very bottled up and you gotta sit, it's much harder. And in the house, where you have more leeway, it doesn't it doesn't blow up too much. But when you have with your siblings and you need to interact with others, then it does blow up. Yeah. Yeah. Now, without your father answering, but like turn to your father and ask your father, does he think that also at the house that they give you like a lot of leeway because they don't want you to blow up? It's like they don't ask you to do things. Or they'll just tell other siblings, like, let go?
3: Yeah.
0: Yeah. So he's saying yes, right? Yeah. Okay. How old are you? 13. 13. Ooh, so your bar mitzvah. Great. Yeah. <laughs> now, let me understand this. Is this for many years or just recently?
3: It's, it's um, it's like, for the past, like last year and this year.
0: Started last year and this year. Let me ask you Did you shoot up Did you grow Starting last year What do you mean by that Which means Did you start Like developing Did you I, Did you start growing Yeah When Last year or this year When did you like Shoot up Like get taller
3: Oh Like My um, last year I was like
0: Say that again
8: last year
0: from last year so that's what I want to know so a lot of changes start happening by you last year so let's explain it to you in, in a very kosher way as we get bar mitzvah many times we start changing our physical body they're like chemicals in our body that starts changing and a lot of those give us gives us a lot of energy gives us a lot of like excitement. All right. And what we got to do is when our body starts changing to start learning. So imagine you have a car that goes to 65 miles per hour and now your car could go to 120. You want to start driving at 120. Yeah. What we want to start teaching our mind and our body is that there's a place for everything. So when your body, like when you start growing, teenagers especially could use physical exercise. So I'd recommend for your parents, if there's a treadmill, an elliptical, jog around the road, go out around the block. You'll exercise and you'll feel a lot more balanced. You might need to do push-ups, let's say, sometimes. In the middle of class, if you let's not in the middle of class, it means during teaching, but maybe at a lunch break or somewhere private. You might be able to speak to the principal where you can release all that extra energy. Okay. That is another point that I would have. Um, again, if you were to tell me you had it all the years, my answer would be very different. Let me ask you another question along those lines. Did anything change at school or in the house in the last two years? Like, is everyone feeling okay? Is everything okay? is everything doing good?
3: Um, not exactly. I have, like, a lot of stress in the
0: house. Okay, does your father feel comfortable? Because I want him to shake his head. Can you tell me one or two of the stresses that you have?
3: Um...
0: I have. Um, is your father next to you? Yeah. Does he give permission for you to say? Because it could be private information. We don't want you to share private.
5: Yeah.
0: Okay. Good.
3: Um, so, um, I guess skinned out by well, certain parents, like a lot of times, I find myself like, and I everything. I mean, what I said is usually chutzpah.
0: So one of the parents, whenever you speak, they're feeling they're they're feeling it's a lot of chutzpah going on.
3: Yeah, and it's really and it's really not. It's I, really,
0: not. really not. Now it might really be yes. You're just not seeing it as chutzpah, <laughs> which means you might not mean it as chutzpah, but they might take it as chutzpah. Yeah, but I don't
3: like, usually whenever I talk to them, that usually
0: comes up. Right. So what? Uh, let me tell you what I hear. What's going on? Since your father's listening, it might be able to help you. What I feel might be going on. That's only because we got three minutes left. I would have liked to have given you more time. Is that? Uh that many times we don't see ourselves, we don't see how we're dealing with things. And since you're not aware, for example, you might have a lot of confidence, but you're not aware that others might take your confidence as a threat. If you've got a lot of energy and you want to ask the Rebbe, Rebbe, I got a question. The Rebbe says, just wait a minute. You go, But I have a question to ask you, but I raise my hand. It's not about raising your hand. It's about having the patience as well for the Rebbe to call on you. So what happens is you might have all the right information, but you might not be aware of how your information, how you are interacting with the outside world. So what I hear is a lot of changes happened when you physically started changing, means you have a lot more energy in your physical body. Emotional stress, you're starting to become aware. I have things. I want things. You're more confident, like you're more aware of your presence, of who you are, but you got to learn how to balance that in this world. So imagine I would be saying things, remember I say this is a program that have to, all questions have to be appropriate for everyone listening. Imagine I would say, okay, well, we want to take questions that are not appropriate for all ages. They're kosher, but it's not appropriate. We need to learn how to find our balance between us and the world and that both should work out. And it seems like that's a little bit what you're struggling now, both at home and in school. Yeah. See so here, I would recommend if there's someone that the school might have that you could speak to. It could even be a rebbe or a mashgiach or someone, or a social skills group, or even a therapist. Uh,
3: sometimes, uh, sometimes I speak to somebody. Yeah. You know.
0: Yeah, but there's <laughs> a little bit more than sometimes. This needs to be once a week. Following up. You know what? We got to go now. I'd ask you if you could call in next week, so I really would like to take your question. And so many teenagers and so many parents can benefit from the information. Okay. Okay. thank you for being so brave and for having your father letting you call and once again I'd like to finish with a wonderful mazel tov to my mother and to my father in Gan Eden. to have nachas for my brother Yitzchak getting married this week in two days to the wonderful Kala Rivki Landau the daughter of Shay Landau and Yitzchak and S am sorry and Yechiel and Esti Landau for that did I say I'm sorry Shea Parnas and Yechiel and Esti Landau and may we all continue sharing of Simchas all Kla Yisrael together and may we be zoichet to have the Gaulish Eshleimah Amen.
3: I was want to thank you. So thank you very, very much for all your time.
0: A pleasure, my honor.
3: Those here, she's not really so open but sometimes they get discussed here a little bit. So thank you. Enjoy it.
0: Thank you. I so appreciate it. Thank you, and hats lachan. Have a great evening.